Super Scoreboard. The old firm through the decades. Some call it the greatest derby in the world. It is certainly the game that divides a country. When Celtic play Rangers, Scotland holds its breath. It's life or death to Celtic Rangers fans. Would you have signed for Celtic? No. Would you, Peter, have signed for Rangers? No chance. Absolutely not. Henrik was, um, you know, I call him a freak of nature. You know, 242 goals in 315 games. You know, that, that is just freakish. For me, it's the best Rangers team of all time that we were up against, and that's the biggest compliment I can pay those guys. When you walk in the doors, there's a special aura. When Graham left, David Murray actually just said, what do we need here? And we all said straight away, it's that man there. Our challenge, when, when Graham came in, was to put Celtic off the, the top of the league. I don't care who we lose at me. See if you win a sign for us, you can't lose at me, Rangers. I'd have given the world for us. The old firm is beyond anything I've experienced and ever seen and all that as well and you don't know how it is until you actually experience it yourself. Each family hands down the mantle supporting their particular team and that'll carry on forever. Super Scoreboard The old firm through the decades. 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic crash out of the League Cup Leading to hundreds of angry fans Gathering to call for the removal of Neil Lennon The manager feels he deserves more time But accepts he's falling short Elsewhere Rangers eased through to the quarterfinals Along with the likes of St Mirren, Hibs and Alawa. I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans Yesterday could not have been any more bleak for Celtic Humiliation on and off the park And... For the first time since 1958, four home defeats in a row for Celtic. Rangers, Milan, Sparta Prague and now Ross County. But no matter the extent of the crisis at the club, the most embarrassing part of the day for me was the arrival of mob rule at Celtic Park. Described as violent scenes in the club's official statement, now the subject of a Police Scotland investigation and criticised by the First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon. Can things get any worse for Celtic? Probably Thursday in Milan Yeah, a good weekend of uh, cup football Gordon Samirin, see off the Dons Livingston Mall, air 4-0 Dunfermline's good start continues After beating Arbroath Alloa beat Big Hearts And uh, Rangers comfortable win at Falkirk And Ross County humbled the hoops at Parkhead Plenty to discuss Got a funny feeling it's going to be a little bit busy on the phones tonight So don't oh. hang around 0141-951-1025 That's the number you need If you'd rather tweet you can do that as well at Clyde SSB But after a day like yesterday I'm sure lots of you will have something to say So whatever is on your mind Share it with Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray And share it now 01419511025 Hugh, you've been on this show For oh, well. quite some time <laughs> um, And whilst I won't make you pick If it was the most remarkable day I'm sure it wasn't I'm sure that there have been many But there was something about yesterday Taking everything into account That just Blew us all away standing in the studio Yeah well first of all I did not think it was possible And I said so on the programme mm. I did not think it was possible for Ross County to win at Celtic Park The fact that they did Is astonishing With the players that Celtic have Against a Ross County side Who the previous weekend 
had lost 3-1 at Kilmarnock when Kilmarnock had 10 men for virtually the whole game. But what followed, Neil Lennon's in big trouble. However, for fans to turn up and shout what they were shouting while Neil Lennon was doing his after-match press conference was crass and hypocritical because those Celtic fans would have been the first to criticise fans of other clubs who said anything or did anything where Neil Lennon was concerned. So for the Celtic support to turn up, yeah, he's in real trouble. The form is awful, two wins in ten matches. But what went on outside the ground is totally unacceptable and embarrassing for Celtic. That's what Hugh Keevans thinks, but what do you think? On the pitch, off the pitch, in the dugout? Where's it all going wrong? Celtic fans 0141-951-1025 We will get to the phones very soon It's going to be busier than usual uh, But don't think you're off the hook Very quickly <laughs> Need I ask It's Monday night You always give out your awards Result of the weekend Is that a stupid question? Well They said it was impossible But <laughs> How wrong could I be? Ross County Winning 2-0 at Celtic Okay Alex Ray. I'm going to go for uh, Alloa uh, You know With sure, uh, yeah. part-timers against uh, Hearts Who have uh, Littered by international So for me it was Alloa Goal of the weekend You had a fair few to choose from Yeah yeah. I, I, I did like uh, James Tavernier's goal At Falkirk uh, You know When one fullback Crosses for the other mm. And the, the finish From Tavernier Wasn't an easy one You know It showed real skill And his 14th goal Of the season So James Tavernier for me Yeah good choice You. I'm going to go for Borna Barisic I said at the time Before he'd even uh, address the ball gone Just like with the quality he has To get it up and down With the pace is tremendous uh, Alex your howler Of the weekend I'm going to go for Big Joe Lewis Ooh. He is uh, Ship one It's not something You'd say to the big guy That often He's usually a model Of consistency But he had a shocker For me I give it as a collective award To the entire Celtic team For ineptitude Inefficiency And being insipid In the line of fire Okay, 0141-951-1025 Let's get stuck straight in Peter and Clyde Banks Sum up how you're feeling As a Celtic fan tonight Hi, you know, guys um, No, I'm, I'm just really disappointed today Because I was really expecting After yesterday uh, Obviously Neil Wynn to be in the move by now And I'm just angry at the fact That the board at Celtic Seem to have manipulated the scenario That instead of them Holding their hands up As to Yesterday's results and the, what's going on in the weeks uh, leading up to this, they've now basically pointed the finger of blame at the Celtic fans to um, basically make them take their app for um, all the shortcomings of the board and the management. I really don't think that's the case. Uh, Celtic have properly come out with a statement last night condemning the violent scenes uh, and saying it's totally unacceptable to them as a football club. It's a totally different matter from uh, what's going on with the team on the park. Uh, my reading of the situation is that if Celtic didn't do it after the draw with Hibs and didn't do it after the 4-1 defeat for the second time from Sparta Prague and didn't do it last night after the defeat from Ross County, I don't think they are going to do it. That is, It's their club, that's their decision they will have to live with that call, whether it works out for them or does not. But I think when Celtic last night issued a statement about fans' misbehaviour, it's because they were publicly embarrassed by the people who turned up and did what they did. Peter, when you actually see these scenes as a Celtic fan, you must be embarrassed yourself. You know, I think it's across the board it's been condemned for some of the scenes. You know, there's missiles getting thrown at the players. There was abuse. There was uh, Police Scotland 
officers being fences getting kicked and you know all that all the stuff that was going on there it didn't paint Celtic in a good light at all all being that the actual result was very poor on the day it has been for a while but you have to separate the two things Celtic have come out and condemned uh, the people who were in, in, involved in that and for me there's no justification uh, Peter did you think Neil Lennon would be removed as Celtic manager today? Yeah just just to basically on that point I'm not going to condone any violence obviously um, but Obviously, there's mitigating reporting going on that uh, was suggesting that, you know, all the fans are going to be violent. Now, obviously, I'm not condoning any violence, but I don't believe for a second that the people that then chose to go to outside Celtic Park after the game are all going to, to physically attack players and that. I just think that's too far-fetched. I think most of them are obviously going there to verbally vent their anger at Peter Laurel and you win. And the last time I looked, that wasn't legal. But on on the point of well, to, to be fair, Peter, illegal. It's certainly frowned upon in stage four of a lockdown at the moment, is it not? Yeah, well, obviously, te- technically, there's no argument to that either. But, um, but I can obviously understand anger going there to, ve- to verbally vent the anger. But on the point of Neil Lennon being removed today, you know, I think most people have to agree that after all the lead up to yesterday's result, and even Hugh Keynes himself predicted an easy win for Celtic, so. To actually be beaten not to the Cup with Ross County, that must be the tipping point, surely. And I'm astounded that Celtic didn't take any action against uh, to remove Neil Lennon today. I just uh, I can't believe that because um, I'm sure that all the fans in mass are desperately just want to see a new face, to see just out of interest, to see if a new face can get actually get anything out of that group of players that are already there. Well, I, I am on record, Peter. After the draw with him, I said, "Do it now or forever hold your peace." And Celtic. Appear to have elected to hold their peace Now You may disagree with that I may disagree with that But it's Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell's club to run And they appear not to be of a mind To remove Neil Lennon from his job uh, And to go back to the, the, the fans' behaviour how, how sure are you of that though? In the sense that Could it still come tonight or tomorrow or, or Wednesday? Again Purely personal opinion don't think so. Long-term watcher of these situations At Celtic and Rangers I think if you were going to do it It would have been done by now Yeah, listen, I think potentially It still could happen, Gordon uh, You know, letting things settle down um, Obviously on the back of last night's Tobacco And uh, Peter's absolutely right When you look at two wins in ten They have every right to, to Question whether the manager should be there Whether someone can freshen it up uh, and, and I agree with that Because sometimes it takes that To actually get the, the results going mm. in the right direction now Let's bring in Archie Archie, how would you sum up How you're feeling at the moment? It's a, it's a national disgrace And they call themselves human beings And Celtic supporters They shouldn't have been in the park in the first place Throwing missiles at football players And police officers When there's a Covid virus going about There's people who lost their families And can't see their families and they're in heartache just now. And you get these morons and idiots turning up at a football park and assaulting police officers and assaulting football players. Listen, they should be ashamed of themselves. And if they call themselves selfie supporters, then by God, it's a sorry day for this club. If that's kind of a trash, it's called selfie supporters. And what about, and get back to my football point of view is, new learning. Why, why, why do we have to have to sack the manager? Why not sack the players? There's five or six players there that are utterly useless. And it's the same old faces. Every time they go out, they don't, they're only trying 50% because it's, it's a fact they don't want to be there. 
Archie, who, Archie, who, Archie, who would you sack? For starters, you can't do that. You can't just sack players. They've got a contract, a legally binding contract. Also, to be clear, there wasn't assaults on players, Hugh. This, yeah. this is where it no. can get out of hand. You have made it clear you condemn the actions outside Celtic Without Park yesterday. Players weren't assaulted. That's not to say that, again, you know, that, no, that, that, that everything's okay. I, I'll settle for the club's two words. There were violent scenes, uh, but no one could get anywhere near a player. Uh, and Alex Wright it, it, What you're going to sack Odson Edward who, who could be worth Any amount of millions To Celtic At some later point you, you can't just sack people Yes you can remove the manager Once you've agreed Terms with the manager But Who runs a football club By getting rid of Half a dozen Saleable assets Archie I'll need to listen back to you later on Archie that's the problem though Is it not for Neil Lennon This is what happens With football managers You just can't sack The full team And that, that's why the manager Takes the, the fall At the end of the day Is it not Archie can you hear us Ability, certainly because he's the manager But it's not all Neil Lennon's fault He doesn't go, he, he can only motivate them to his best he can And that's what he can do And, he can, and, and if they're going to bring in his, his motivation uh, In question what, what, what was his motivation for the last four years When he was winning everything He was winning everything There was no motivation problems then then, was there? So why all of a sudden now Do they want to sack him? Because he's through a wee bad stage They want to sack a man That's gone for ten in a well, row Well, you, you know why... Because of 10 in a row The, the Celtic supporters Incidentally I'm on record here As saying I don't think they will sack him I'm convinced That it's gone on Long enough After the Ross County game For there not to be A dismissal In the offing So Archie Sacking in football Is as commonplace As corner kicks And throw-ins It always happens I'm sure you've Watched many Celtic managers uh, particularly in the 90s and many, many did Celtic go through in the 1990s uh, That's what happens The manager takes the fall The players have got their contracts And you agree terms of dismissal with the manager But from my perspective It's not on Dermot Desmond's mind at the moment Or Peter Lowell's you can see where Archie's coming from in the sense, Alex, about yeah. it not all being Neil Lennon's fault and, and what responsibility do the players take? Yeah. How many aspects of the performance yesterday were alarming? Very much so, Gordon. Uh, it's very flat. You're looking for leadership. It's, it's very much lacking at the moment. And we've been saying this time after time. I think Neil Lennon's been saying it. You know, he's called them out and he's used different words to say it. They've been lazy. You know, they're not switched on. They're not for the, the challenge. Uh, and and again, that's one of the reasons why you're getting callers on because you can't keep continuing saying, "Oh, we've had discussions, and it's not quite materialising on the pitch." Because they don't look as if they're they look short of confidence, Gordon. And when you think about what they're actually going for, uh, ten in a row, you know, obviously lost a trophy yesterday, but I've never seen a team collapse so much so quickly in a short period of time. Now let's hear from Neil Lennon. He says the protests outside Celtic Park didn't make him feel good after the game. He says the players were in a great mood prior to kick-off, but the goals they lost are symptomatic of the form that they're in. It doesn't make me feel good, obviously. And, um, yeah, we're not in a good moment at the minute. The game is a small microcosm of the, the run that we're on. Penalty set play, you know, and it's been symptomatic of our season. And we're giving the opposition free hits. We've dominated the game. We lacked a bit of quality at times in the final third. Body language, the attitude of the players was great before the game. we got to defend the box better. The game's all about both boxes, and today we weren't good enough in, in either one, really. Ross County didn't have a lot to do to win the game. 
in terms of their attacking intent, but they defended stoutly at times. But our final ball was a little bit lacking. And there may be a few lacking a bit of confidence at the minute. They're human beings at the end of the day, and there's no fallouts or anything like that. They're a good bunch, really good bunch, and they're just suffering a little bit at the minute. We had a real good meeting yesterday. It was very powerful. There was a lot, lot of good stuff came out of it. Good ambiance, good atmosphere going out into the game today. But we're just not making it happen at the minute. You can hear Neil Lennon saying uh, they're human beings at the end of the day. And you can also hear in the background fans chanting about wanting Neil Lennon out in the, the car park at Celtic Park. Uh, so he, at the end of the day, Neil Lennon's a human being. I have said on record I would change the manager, but I'm also saying to you he's a human being. And for the fans to go outside the ground and chant what they chanted in Neil Lennon's direction, I think was shameful and hypocritical. When he actually talks about the penalty and uh, the set play, Gordon, I think it's a lot more than that. That's too simplistic for me because the manner in which they lose the penalty is far too easy. They're so... Uh, fragile uh, That they're actually Conceding things A lack of communication Their body position Particularly for that first one Was You know You think to yourself No wonder he's, he's Exasperated by the whole situation And the second one gone Another set play We've been in here Week after week Saying that they're vulnerable Now that's not as if they, they, they lack height They've got a lot of big guys in there They don't win the first one And they're on their heels For the second one And they are so cheap mm. That they're conceding at the moment Frank is on the line From Kilmarnock tonight Frank there's clearly a lot going on here with Celtic. How would you sum up your feelings as things stand? Um, I was just saying to producer there, um, even to the, the three years, um, I, I know I speak to the he's quite a bit, but I, I've think about this with most Celtic fans um, for most of the season. I've got a word that I think sums up Celtic right throughout the full club just now. And the word I use is clueless. Um, they're clueless on the pitch, which is evident in their performances. They're clueless in the dugout, um, which is why the fans are asking for the, <clears throat> unfortunately, the head and, of Neil Lennon. But there's a way to go about um, protesting about a manager being replaced. They're clueless in the boardroom because <clears throat> I spoke to you guys, and I think after the Hibs game, I said to both you and Alec on the show, the fact that Celtic did not remove Neil after the 4-1 home mauling by a Sparta reserve team made me fearful even after the Hibs game that they were not going to do it and we've seen two absolute inept performances um, and the fact that we're now at quarter past six on the Monday night he's not been removed after yesterday suggesting me that the boardroom is clueless and the last bit of clueless is the behaviour and I was appalled last night I was embarrassed there's a way going appeal for change at your football club um, and we're in the middle of a Covid we're in tier 4 in Glasgow there's one thing to go and try and do a peaceful protest with a bit of social distancing but the minute that turned to violence last night I'm sorry but they guys crossed the line massively and I was embarrassed and I'm 45 year old <clears throat> I've seen Rangers do nine in a row um, we've seen pain as Celtic fans and one thing that Celtic fans are proud of is we do kind of unite but last night it almost was as if some guys had crossed the divide. To see a police escort for players, media, um, police who have done a um, doing a great job in the middle of COVID, <clears throat> that minority of fans last night shamed that football club. And I, I, I sum up that word and I use it, clueless. And how the pain I've got of... I looked at 18 months ago and could I ever have seen this happening? No. Um Listen, credit to Rangers, what Stephen Gerrard and Rangers are doing um, is impressive. Um, 
So I'm not just sitting here berating Celtic from top to toe. Rangers have improved no end. Steven Gerrard's improved his team no end. So it's a double-edged sword, but you can probably hear it, guys. I speak to you quite a lot. I just... I am... I'm just dumbfounded, eh? Dumbfounded. What is your antidote to cluelessness, Frank? Um, you need knowledge. You need... Um, Understanding um, And I think just now Neil doesn't know what to do He's changed his team So many times We see it week in week out The back four changes The formation changes The personnel change You get back all the way back To probably when this Massive down spiral Has happened Was the Fernandes game The minute he came out After that match And said what he said (sighs) You're a very wise man And you've been about the game For long enough Steady Frank You were doing well up to that point (laughs) <laughs> managers don't do what he done that night and expect a United dressing room and I get Brian Christie saying with a great meeting on Saturday at Lennox Town and Neil said it well I'm sorry I witnessed 95 minutes of absolute and utter tosh yesterday if you're saying one thing so I think the players and the manager are talking the talk unfortunately on the football pitch they're not walking the walk and that's where football games are won and lost and just now Celtic are miles off it and the other thing is, guys, I agree with you, I said earlier on, we'll get battered by Shimani first night. That is a given. The big fear is for Celtic. Let's start to get honest here. St Johnston are on a great run. I think they're unbeaten in nine or ten. Mm-hmm. We've got every chance of losing against St Johnston on Sunday. If there is no change, and you might say, God, that's a minor miracle expecting such a big change on Sunday. I think I said to you guys two weeks ago, there is a 0% chance of Celtic winning 10 in a row if Neil Lennon stays in charge. You might remember saying it. On a personal level, Frank, I am of the opinion that the Tony Mowbray moment, the John Barnes moment, was the night of the 4-1 victory for Sparta Prague's second team against Celtic at uh, Celtic Park in the Europa League. So, again, I'm on record as saying I think a change of manager would be the right thing to do. But, in terms of being clueless, how do you replace Dermot Desmond and how do you replace Peter Lowell? I'm going to have to leave those hanging because it's time for the travel. Thank you to Frank in Kilmarnock. Plenty more calls on that topic coming up next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans is here, Alex Ray is alongside him and there's quite a lot to go over after a day like yesterday, Celtic crashing out of the League Cup at the hands of Ross County Uh, some fairly angry scenes outside the stadium afterwards as well as things stand tonight though Neil Lennon is still the Celtic manager Michael is next up in Greenock Michael, I mean you've had a day if you like to perhaps calm down a little bit but how, how are you feeling about your club at the moment? Thanks for taking my call Gordon Alex, sorry, and it's you uh, oh, I was gutted yesterday. I didn't believe. And first and foremost, she seen what I seen last night. Half of the, them so-called Celtic supporters. I've been a Celtic supporter for a year, and I come on the show a lot. I said I've never seen anything like that in my lifetime, and I feel sorry for that wee guy who went through last night and his family. The stuff that was getting shouted and the abuse. But as I said, the players have got to stand up and be counted and all, Gordon. I said not just on Neil Lennon. She'd agree with me up there at phone and the wee fella. And I'll, I'll stick by him. But I think he can I think he can turn this around if the players get back on side with him again. But you've got guys there like Big Aya. You heard who you call him on the radio and all yesterday, Billy Dodge. He thinks he's a better player than what he is. I think because I say see Milan thing's been stuck in cheating off. He was meant to be going there, but 
as I said, and who do we get if we sack him? Do we bring back in Martin O'Neill? I've been hearing Martin O'Neill. He walked out on us, I know. He used his wife as an excuse, but no well. And then two weeks later, he was hold, a manager. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mrs O'Neill uh, was dealing with very, very serious health problems. Now, you're saying he used his wife. Now, calm down, Michael. We know it's a hard time for our Celtic supporter right now, but I think you should withdraw that statement. I'll withdraw that statement. I apologise for that, right? But as I said, but a man walked to on us and all. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Alex, that, that, yeah. the, in amongst that, there is a serious question. If it's not Neil Lennon, who yeah, is it? Absolutely. What do Celtic do from here? They're out of the League Cup. They're out of the Europa League. They were out of the Champions League previously. They're 11 points behind with game in hand. You can't get fans into ground. Even if you think Neil Lennon is no longer the man for the job, I'm sure you could hold your hands up and admit it's a rubbish time and rubbish circumstances to be looking for a new manager. Yeah, without doubt. There, there's clearly managers out there, Gordon, but the idea of coming to... I said, I've said that a couple of weeks ago. To come to Celtic for six months, Disney stack up for me. Anybody with any substance will be looking at the situation and going, my God, if I go up there, even if I do okay and oh. Steven Gerrard goes over the line, he's knackered, he's finished. The Celtic fans will never forgive him. But going back to Michael's point, I've been saying for weeks that the players need to step up. Neil Lennon is not getting a tune out of them, so he obviously takes a brunt. But then you have to look at the players. The players who we have said, now the recruitment's been poor in the summer, Hugh, oh. but then you look at the players who have been there for a long time. Ayer, Glowing Reports, Julian, Brown, McGregor, Edward, yeah. they have regressed beyond belief. And for me, they guys need to start stepping well, up also. Ten minutes into the game yesterday, I said to Andy Halliday and to Mark Wilson, for me there's a lack of intensity about it. Ten minutes in. You could tell And an hour in There was still a lack of intensity yeah. And 70 minutes in There was still that lack of intensity Now If the manager's not getting A response from the players And the players Sometimes look to me As if they could give more than they are giving I'll put it that way Where do you go with this? You have to, you have to try something different How do you feel about the players then Michael? If they're the ones that you think carry most of the blame Rather than Neil Lennon How do you feel about that group of players tonight? But these players are coming into the, into the media and papers Callum McGregor Ryan Christie They're saying they're 100% behind the wee man They're not showing it where, where, where did this team go for last year? How does this team went to where they are now? For winning a, They've won a treble treble They're on the verge of quadruple treble How can they This is the same team we're talking about This is at 85% the team it's done, it's it's set history here with an, a quadruple treble day going for the biggest the biggest trophy of their life for ten in a row, and they're not putting it in for the manager. I know how the Celtic fans feel, and oh, I'm 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 hurting. It's horrible. I hate it, but I take it on the chin. I come on a show every time, and I I give my point. It sounds like it, I mean we can all tell Michael that that you are fairly angry tonight. Can you see this turning around? I, I think you can turn it around if it's lucky, but he's got to get. He's got to get his, his soldiers back and if and if very knows he can get them and they've got to stand up and fight for them. Well, at that the moment that seems to be the problem. The fight yep. appears to have gone. Uh it's two wins from ten. Uh you can't see Celtic winning in Milan. Um the possibility of two wins in eleven and then St Johnston uh resurgent going to Celtic Park. And at the moment, Celtic Appear to be unable to do anything right The defending continues to be calamitous The number of daft penalties Another one yesterday 
There was the, the Julian uh, penalty at Kilmarnock. There were two penalties at Aberdeen. The, they are, at the back, a walking calamity. That's what would be most alarming about yesterday, Alex. It's easy to... Take a step back and say, oh, well, you know, Celtic are in, in terrible form, so I'm, I'm not surprised they, they lost yesterday, but that is totally disregarding everything that has to happen for a team like Ross County to go to Celtic Absolutely. Park and actually win the match. This is not one of our better teams, no disrespect to Ross County. They themselves are on an awful run of yeah. form, a truly awful run of form. Even an off-form Celtic would usually have enough to beat Ross yeah. County at home. And yesterday, in, in just... So many ways The defending obviously Is yeah. what cost you the game But the lack of chances Created really yeah. Yeti hits Ayeti the post was all but the only a, one Really that kind of springs to um, mind Half uh, sniffs I think uh, Edward had a half chance When he swivels And gets it all wrong And over the bar But that would be The alarming thing I was looking at some of Ross County's uh, They conceded two goals To a lower opposition I think it was Elgin And some other team that I was looking at this morning And I'm thinking You know Even the smallest teams Are scoring against Ross uh-huh. County And to, to not even Kind of Pepper the goal that you'd expect. I think one of the concerning things for, for Celtic fans and what Michael said is there, and you can hear his frustration, and what he's actually saying is just roll up your sleeves and, and show us a wee bit of grip for the manager and things. I don't see any evidence of that, no, Hugh. I'm actually no. looking about that squad of players and I'm looking and going, who's going to be the guy to lead them through us? And, and I'm afraid Scott Brown's past his best. Oh, um, uh, let's hear again it's from Neil Lennon, Hugh, because I think this is the, the significant bit of his post match interview, yeah. if you like. Um, he, he thinks it's too early for him to be sacked Quite bluntly He does admit though that he's falling short of expectations at the moment But hopes that he's given time to try and turn things around I'm not always going to you know, harp on about what I've done in the past Let's, We're in the present And I know the expectations Expectations from supporters Expectations from the board Expectations for the club And I'm falling short of it at the minute Me and my backroom team So it's alright me saying we're going to turn a the corner There's no point talking about it We have to do it with our actions And we have to do it soon Otherwise, the, the landscape could change for me very quickly. I've told you all I had a conversation with Dermot and Peter on Friday. We want to find solutions to the problems that we're having. Obviously, on evidence today, we're still having the, the same problems. But I can't say what decisions the board may or may not make. You know, we're, we're all in it together. You know, we're all in it together. You know, I, I hope I'm here to turn things around. That's what I want to do as quickly as possible. Um, but obviously the results don't help those chances at times. No, I think it's too soon for that. We've lost one trophy. That's gone. Our priority, as we know, is, is the league always is. Every time you go into the season, we're out of, out of Europe, so it's not been great. But there's plenty of time to turn it around. Sorry me saying that. We have to show up with action now. I think you know I should get more time at it, but if not, then so be it. Uh, thank you very much, Michael in Greenock. Let's bring in John in Perth. Neil Lennon thinks he deserves more time, John. Do you agree? Hi, guys. First, I'd like to say, you know, I, I don't condone what happened last night, first of all. and I'm absolutely heartbroken with it. But you've got to put it in context of what is possibly one of the biggest seasons in Celtic's history. But to understand that, you need to be a Celtic fan in the first place. Now, you know, I'll hold my hands up and say I didn't want Neil Lennon uh, when he came in. However, I've supported him since. But the problem is, is that you've got good tacticians and you've got good man-managers, and good man-managers will get the best out of their players. Now, whether he's doing that, I know quite clearly he's no. However, what we need to do as Celtic fans need to take a good look at themselves and say, look, you know, whether Neil Lennon stays or we get a new manager in, we've got to stand there and support them to the end of the season. 
And quite frankly, it's kind of a roller bust. Now, I hope I'm not naive here in thinking that Neil Lennon knows exactly what's on the line. He's a Celtic man, so hopefully, of course he does. And hopefully, again, no naive enough to think that hopefully the board do as well. So, you know, whether he stays or whether he goes, we've got to get behind whoever's there. Simple. Yeah, I mean, that, that's obviously quite an admirable stance to take. If you were the decision maker, for instance, John, what, what, what would you do? Well, I say, you know, again, I hold my hands up and I say, uh, you know, a month ago that I thought it was it just wasn't happening. You could see it wasn't happening. And I thought, right, OK, it's time to go and time to make a change. And I still think there's a point we can get to where it's either stick or twist. Simple as that. And I think we're at that point. But that's why I'm saying, is it stick or twist? Whatever it is, we've got to stick by whoever stays or whoever comes in. Now, the thing is, there's people on social media tonight uh, touting, you know, this person's come in, that person's come in. And, and, you know, it doesn't matter who the managers are talking about, but some of the vile saying, no, he's this, he's that, you know, it doesn't matter who we bring in. Well, clearly it matters. But the point I'm trying to make is, whoever it is, and if Neil Lennon stays, we've got to get behind them. If we don't get behind them from now on, to this point in, what chance have we got? Now, Neil Lennon, he quite rightly said, we're out of Europe, you know, but we're out of one cup, and he's saying his focus is on the league. Can we turn that around? Of course we can turn that around. But, you know, we've got to get behind him. Do you think, Neil, in speaking of getting behind him or whoever the manager is then, how do you think he would have felt last night, John? I know things have been bad. Do you think Neil Lennon deserved what happened last night? No, 100% not. And he'll be absolutely devastated. I think some of the fans up there last night just don't understand you know, what it's like as a person to have that veil through at you. That's for a start. And for a club legend like Neil Lennon to receive that, for his very fans that were a year ago, you know, praising him to the help, it's just wrong. Simple. It's just wrong. You know what I mean? So, like I said, whether he stays or whether he goes at this point, if he stays, and I would hope if he stays and he's given the chance, then people get behind him. No, because the bottom line is, if he stays, at this point here, if he stays, he's here till the end. Well, the, the, clearly the, the fans are not behind him. There will be those who are, but it started with the banner last week uh, and it has continued with the demonstration outside Celtic Park last night. And incidentally, this being the 10 in a row season does not excuse that. This There's no... This is a unique season, therefore that's understandable. No, it's not. It doesn't matter what season it is. I, I remember Tony Mowbray going back and there were a few people there and they were noisy, but I mean a couple of dozen people and they were a bit noisy. But Tony Mowbray was sacked the following day. The night that John Barnes lost to Inverness Cali Thistle, there were people outside. They were noisy as well, but it wasn't like last night. So the 10 in a row season does not excuse what took place. With regard to... Stick by him The problem that you have One more defeat Or even one more draw And People will acknowledge That 10 in a row Is not going to happen So Do you take your chance On Neil Lennon Or do you think We've got 25 league games left Let's bring in someone else uh, about, about sticking behind your manager Which John is, is saying at the moment That has passed for a lot of fans A couple of weeks ago Gordon so that actual kind of end game has passed. That's the reason why you're getting demonstrations and you're getting banners because people have had enough. They've not seen enough evidence throughout the course of the season. 
And that's the reason why they're there Now John's saying Stick with them through thick and thin If this continues Believe me that won't happen Between now and the summer the Neil Lennon will be gone Thank you very much John in Perth It's a good time to get your call in 0141 You could be up next 0141 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here The phone lines are busy We'll, we'll leave it that 0141 We're here until 8 o'clock though So we'll get through As many as we can John Is a Celtic fan In Uddingston What have you got for us tonight John? Well The first point I'll, I'll make tonight Is um, I've been a Celtic fan For over 40 years And I was absolutely Disgusted To what the, the Celtic fans Were doing Outside Celtic Park Last night Second point is That is Mustered by The Green Brigade who Peter Lawwell created to bring atmosphere to our ground and they have been an embarrassment to our club from day one. They've cost us tens of thousands of pounds in fines. Second point is, I believe our players must think that they're on furlough. With regards to the way they have played this season, there are certain players in the in Side Celtic Park at this moment in time, i.e., your Machams, your Edwards, they're working their ticket to get out to Celtic Park. They were promised by their agents to get there, to get out to Celtic Park. Ten in a row is not finished yet. Neil Lennon is not finished yet. But now they have to get back. Neil Lennon has to grab the team by the scruff of the neck and say, do you want to play or do you not want to play for this club? If you don't want to play, pack your bags and leave. John. See, just a couple of things to pick up on, Hugh, but before we get stuck into it, John, how, how do you know that that was only Green Brigade members that were outside Celtic Park last night? As the video evidence on what you're seeing online mm-hmm. is between teenagers... 20s and 30s who were in their teens when nine in a row started. I have been a Celtic fan for 40 years. Over 40 years. And these young boys last night and... It wasn't just young boys, John. John, listen, Jim Duffy was on this show. He was on his way out of the stadium. He phoned as he described it and he texted me separately and said he was shocked that at the wide range of, of age I don't know what, what purpose does it serve To just disregard And say it was just all kids Maybe a lot of them were But I think there was more to it than that No The Green Brigade Are led by Certain Adults Certain adults Who think that Celtic Owe them something Well listen Neil Lennon Last The end of last season Not this season here Because of, of the Covid The end of last season Walked up to the Green Brigade and sat the trophy at their corner and celebrate the, the team celebrated with them as if the rest of the fans, the other sixty thousand season ticket holders at Selkie Park, were irrelevant. And, and he was wrong. He was wrong. And I said it on the program that day, and I repeated it yesterday. He was wrong to draw a line of demarcation between one group of Celtic supporters and another group of Celtic supporters because they are. Equal Every man, woman and child Inside the ground Who supports Celtic Is equal Now Regardless of 
Where they came from How old they were Those who were outside last night Were Celtic supporters And they were in the wrong Now to go back to the point You were making about Neil Lennon Getting this team by the scruff of the neck This team has won two games Out of their last ten They have lost 23 goals In their last ten Presumably Over the period of time Neil Lennon has grabbed them by the scruff of the neck Over the course of 10 matches But it's not working And I do accept, and I said earlier on Some appear to me not to be giving all they can give There's your problem That was the other thing that John said, Alex He mentioned charm and others And says their their agents have said this, that and the next thing And that they're trying to work their ticket And there's a lot to try and Cut through with what's going yeah. on at Celtic at the moment Yeah, again it goes back to when Neil said After Farron's Veros That the, um, you know, there were certain players going away I thought that was a real error of judgement Because he had to retract it a couple of days later um, But in terms of the, the, the usual suspects In Cham, Edward, I, Ayer You know, they, their performances have dipped And I keep reiterating The stalwarts who have been there Like Brown and McGregor have regressed also You look at uh, Julian's just come back for injury uh, and people were saying when he came back in last week, saying, "Oh, great, because Duffy hasn't worked." But I look at I look at the performances of uh, Julian as well. He, he, he's not the player that he was, and, and the biggest concern for Celtic must be that their players are going backwards. And Neil Lennon doesn't seem to be able to get a tune in these last ten games, Gordon. And uh, going forward, I have no idea how they change that round because what he said earlier on about the the meetings is great, the the feeling within it all. Talk's cheap You have to deliver on the pitch Thank you to John Paul is also on the line How would you sum it up Paul? Hey, how you going? Thank you Hi Alec hey, What can I say? It's just been The whole Since the start of the season It's just been uh, It's been a disaster for, From the off uh, Celtic have played one good game they Played a wee bit They had a decent uh, 60 minutes or something in the wheel But really It's been it's been poor. It's been poor every game, to be honest. Uh, first time yesterday, I, I watched a game, and I actually saw from the first few minutes. I thought these guys are not trying. I thought these these guys are not trying. Now, whatever's happened, I don't know what's happened. There's been mistakes made by everybody from the top to Neil Lennon. Uh, whether I think Neil Lennon should stay or not, personally. Uh, I, I love Neil Lennon but I don't think he can stay because the workforce the players are not doing it for him uh, I don't know what's happened if he's done something I've no idea that he could hack them all off but none of them I mean just for watching the game like just being involved in my wee boys team like when you're trying to break play up just wee triangles and just fast play it was, and I'm going to use a word here that I'm sacking the way and saying passive. It's the only way they were trying. Well, it's hard to prove not trying. Uh, you know, but I will use the expression that I've come up with. Some are not giving all that they might have to give, it would appear. Uh, also, Paul, they're simply inept at the back. 23 goals in 10 games for a Celtic side. Screams out ineptitude And there was an insipid nature to their play yesterday uh, Front, middle and back um, the, I couldn't believe that at 1-0 at half time 
with the manager's job on the line that there could be so insipid a display in the second half. So, for whatever reason, is there a disconnect? Are some not giving all that they can give? For whatever reason, this doesn't look to me as if it can turn itself around unless there's a dramatic change in the dynamic. And is this why it will always come back to the manager in a situation like this, Alex? Because granted, maybe some of them haven't had a run, but broadly speaking, Barkas isn't cutting it, but neither's Bain. Duffy's not cutting it, but neither's Julian. Um, Absolutely. Frimpong's not cutting it, but neither's El Hamed. And, you know, Neil Lennon has tried. It's been three at the back. It's been four at the back. he's, He's... Rested Scott Brown a couple of times He's taken him off earlier than usual Maybe he's still playing him too much for some people um, but, but there's just not a lot heading yeah. in the right direction I think you cover a lot of points here Gordon They've tried different shapes They've tried different personnel And when you've got the quality that Celtic have in their ranks Then clearly things are not working When you look at yesterday's game for example They were devoid of ideas I think one of the key things that's blatantly obvious Is the lack of confidence throughout the group now Because they're all looking at each other when you're playing in a team that's in the front foot, you don't get that usual body language as if, mm. you know, when they give away the penalty, you know, Julian's looking at the keepers as if they say, you should be coming to get that. And effectively what they're doing is they're passing the buck and oh. no one's taking responsibility and driving this team forward. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Thank you to Paul There is a lot of anger And disappointment On those phone lines Tonight We'll give you plenty more Where that came from Between now and 8 o'clock But beat the pundit first Your chance to win a signed ball If you can get one over On Hugh Keevans Or Alex Ray It's a great way To start your week 01419511025 The lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here It's 0141-951-1025 on the lines And it's Clyde SSB on Twitter The phone lines are absolutely mental Let me be quite honest They are going crazy to my left We will squeeze as many as we can in between now and 8 o'clock Plenty of time left So sit back and enjoy We'll do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football the pundit time Let's see if Hugh Keevans or Alex Ray Have been studying hard this weekend One of them's taking on David In Hamilton How's it going David? I know bad You feeling confident? Ah uh, why not? Why not? Exactly Why not? Let's toss a coin See who you're up against Heads it's Hugh Tails it's Alex And it's Tails Alex against David uh, From Hamilton I think I think David knows his stuff by the way I've got, um, I've got, no doubt. Of, I've got a bit of inside knowledge on this one Glad to hear that. I just get certain details that pop up on the screen here next to me, and I'm, I'll, I'll keep it. Clo- I'll keep it close to my chest at the moment. Oh, bad, I think David's David knows his stuff, right? Clyde two for Alex, just so that he can't hear David's answers. We'll put thirty seconds on the clock, David. You're head to head with Alex, and you can pass. That's all you need to know. You ready? Let's get stuck in thirty seconds, starting now. Who scored Rangers' third goal yesterday? Um, James Tavernier. How many Championship sides are in the Betfred Cup quarter final? Two. Where did Neil Lennon leave Celtic for in June 07? Uh, not Forest. Who's the most capped Scotland player to never play in the Scottish top flight? Um, Dennis Law. Who's the current the current points difference between Celtic and Rangers? Uh, seven. Who were the last team Hamilton beat in the Premiership? 
Um, Ross Kenny They were tough tonight They were tough Let's bring Alex Ray back Alex can you hear us I can yes Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who scored Rangers Third goal yesterday On the Barisic How many championship sides Are in the Betfred Cup Quarter final Three Who did Neil Lennon Leave Celtic for In June 07 Bolton Who is the most capped Scotland player To never play In the Scottish top flight Pass What is the current Points difference Between Celtic and Rangers 11 who were the last team Hamilton beat in the Scottish Premiership? Uh, Motherwell In what year did Ross County last win the Scottish League Cup? 2015 Who are West Ham playing tonight? Oh, I'm going to say... Man, Ta- man time up, time up, time up, honestly <laughs> Took forever I know, I know I'm uh, trying to think through the fix David, what do you think? I thought they were quite tricky tonight Are you feeling confident? No, I don't think I'll beat this team Right, okay, let's find out then, shall we The first question was Who scored Rangers third? It was Barisic Alex gets it 1-0 How many championship sides are in the quarter-finals? Aloha and Dunfermline It's only two, David equalises Who did Neil Lennon leave Celtic for in June 07? It's Nottingham Forest And David gets it right Wow Talk about as a player Well done to David He goes 2-1 in front The most capped Scotland player To never play in the Scottish top flight Is Darren Fletcher 80 caps None of you got it What is the current points difference Between Celtic and Rangers It's 11 Alex Ray equalises End-to-end stuff Who were the last team Hamilton beat in the Premiership It was Livingston at the Tony Macaroni So none of you got it right In what year did Ross County win the League Cup? 2016 oh, You were one off For goodness sake Yep that's right And West Ham are playing Villa tonight So it's 2 all You got Desperate. through Desperate. A few more questions But David did enough early on So we'll go to the tiebreaker I will read the question I'll get Alex to write his answer sure. down And I'll then invite you to give me your attempt David Okay? Okay in the Right good man How many Premiership goals did Celtic and Rangers score last season combined? Alex, write your answer down, your guess How many Premiership goals did Celtic and Rangers score last season combined? Hold up your paper please Okay, David, what are you going for? Uh, I'm going to go for 170 Oh, it's close Alex Ray goes 180 (laughs) David in Hamilton goes 170 Yeah David and Hamilton's only 17 out It was 153 Well Well done, done, David The sign ball is on its way, good man Thank you, cheers Brilliant, that was David and Hamilton A Motherwell fan as well Into the bargain There we go Sign ball is on its way That was um, not a classic But I thought the questions were tough Yeah, no, no, fair play No, um, Nothing can disappoint me after this weekend I've had a good weekend I know you're a big Aloha man Yeah, I had a feeling you were delighted um, With that result at the weekend You were at Falkirk yesterday How was it? It was great It's it was, not really it been cold. talked about much tonight nah. uh, As is often the way No, I think when they get the early goal through uh, Defoe uh, They were on easy street I have to say I think after uh, the fourth went in uh, Falkirk dug in You know, they never gave up uh, But it was very easy for Rangers in the end Strong performance um, Really pleased with the goals Really pleased with the mentality And the professionalism from the boys um, It's always tricky You know, you get put on the TV uh, The last game Everyone hopes the magic of the cup Creates an upset But it was about us doing the job In a professional way And we really showed our level And our quality tonight We were we were too good Over the 90 minutes People deserved an opportunity today And I'm really pleased We got 90 minutes into them players Janis showed glimpses of his magic With his three balls and his quality uh, Cedric done everything but score But it was a really strong performance Worked the socks off um, we managed to give a few debuts out, which is another positive and a bonus. We could get players off the pitch at the right time. Uh, we managed to rest people uh, with an idea for midweek. And we'll see what the draw brings, but 
I go away happy and looking forward to the next challenge. There was a predictability about it, Hugh. It, yeah. it was how a game between the top team of the top flight against the top team in League One should go. It's kind of how it looked. Falkirk actually didn't do much wrong. They, they, they did well, and I'm, I'm sure they were happy enough with the efforts, but the golf just ended up telling. Ordinarily, you make seven changes from one match to the next, and there's a complication or two that goes with it, but not for Rangers. They won 4 0 going on seven or eight. Uh, and at the moment, in summary, Rangers can do nothing wrong at the moment and Celtic can do nothing right. Yeah, as I said earlier on, I think by getting that early goal, but it's an opportunity to throw on a couple of the young boys. I was impressed by Kieran Dixon. You know, you're always looking to probe, always looking to play a killer pass, which I like from a midfielder. Seeing young Leon King come on it right back as well, Gordon. And it was a perfect opportunity just to rest some of the guys. I actually thought it was a very... Uh, Good thing that Steven Gerrard went with his, his back lines is so strong because, you know, there's an intent there, uh, even though he made so many changes. Uh, and of course, the goal-scoring exploits of James Tavernier continue, <sighs> Borna Barisic, Alex, and, and again, one crossing to the other uh, to finish off just shows that the the system is, is yeah. continually working for Rangers. That's exactly what they, they want to happen in that instance. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't even know what the assist rate is, Gordon, but, you know, when you look at James Tavernier... Borna Barisic's delivery is as good as anyone in the division. And when you look at 14 goals, I think it's something along the lines of about 10 assists for Tavernier as well. For me, Tavernier is the best player in Scotland currently by a long shot. His performances are great. He's bombed up and down. Plus, he's managing to keep that back door shut as well as a, a collective group. Evan, as a Celtic fan in the city centre, how are you feeling tonight, Evan? I'm not bad. Good evening, panel. First time caller. Hi, Evan. Evan. How you doing? I don't think Lennon should actually be sacked because I think he should have the decency to walk of his own volition. The players the players are just not going to play for him. You get Sham Ayer, you get French Eddie, you get Christie maybe even, despite what he said last night. Um they're all just working their ticket. They've down tools, they're not interested in playing for Lennon. Lennon's time's up. If nothing if if nothing's going to change unless there is change. And Lennon's got to go and he's got to go now. But I find it quite disgraceful that there's been nothing from our chief executive. Don't the supporters deserve a bit better for Peter? Where's Peter during all this? Well, Lennon's been hung out to dry, rightly or wrongly. And I think rightly. But he's been left on his own doing it. And I think we should be hearing something from our chief executive. I think that's disgraceful. I agree with you. I said on yesterday's programme after the game that uh, you know that it really is time for Peter Lawwell to speak directly to the supporters. Um, even the statement that Celtic released last night, that should be signed by Peter Lawwell. Peter Lawwell should be coming out as chief executive and saying, I personally, on behalf of Celtic Football Club, find these scenes unacceptable and reprehensible, whichever word he cares to use. Yeah, I mean, it said that everyone at the club was hugely disappointed by the result. It's ended a phenomenal run, 35 victories. Um, we sincerely share the huge disappointment. There can be no excuse for some of the violent scenes at Celtic Park this evening. The club will be investigating these fully. For players and the management team who've given so much in recent years and have delivered 11 consecutive trophies to require an escort from Celtic Park while being targeted with missiles is simply unacceptable. Now, these Celtic fans... Uh... I'm not talking about those outside the ground Although many of them will be season ticket holders I have no doubt But the Celtic season ticket holders Have brought, bought up the full allocation For a season in which they are unable to get into the ground It's a tremendous act of faith by the Celtic supporters 
That's why I think that Peter Lawwell owes them the courtesy Of speaking to them If the manager is to stay Tell the fans why he has to stay And if there are other matters Concerning the club Arising from The weekend match against Ross County Peter should speak to the supporters It's a matter of courtesy for me Evan, why, why should Neil Lennon Resign or walk away if, if he genuinely believes that he can turn this around And I know you might scoff And other people might scoff But if he genuinely believes he can turn this around Why should he walk away? Alarm bells have been ringing Since Lennon told us That there was players in that team Players in that team of his That he still picks That didn't want to be there Surely that was the sign Of chaos at Parkhead Surely that's time for change when yeah, Lennon that, told us there's, there's, there's players there That don't want to be there Evan, They're still getting a game Evan that doesn't necessarily mean That's Neil Lennon's fault Because players don't want to be there You don't know what's been negotiated Behind the scenes Edward may have been given A certain price tag That there might have been on a, An agreement in place Or there might have been Another player that's in place uh, But that kind of all boiled down To the manager And the thing is Because of the assets And the valuation of these players You can't just bomb them and go Do you know what See if Edward wants away We'll just sit him on the bench For a couple of years Because his value will plummet I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. There's players there that don't want to be there. That's pretty evident in the past few games. I mean, let's let's be honest. There's some of them there. Come January, there's some of them not going to be there. They certainly don't want to be here now. But let's look at the team anyway a wee bit more in depth. What's happened to Turnbull? Where's Turnbull? What's going on with Taylor? Why's Frimpong been played out of position? These are all... Managerial responsibilities Turnbull said COVID for the last couple of weeks I think he may well have started a couple of the games But your, your point about him actually playing more game time For me you have to get him in Because he's got legs, he's, he's got good ability He's got goals in his well, game And at some do. point you're yeah. not paying £3 million for him just to sit on the bench But the, the, well, the, exactly. the alarming thing for me about there but There was players coming on in front of him Gordon And and we, we have Gordon Dale on, on a weekly basis going What's this guy got today? Uh, is he regretting actually signing for Celtic Because of the lack of game time What do you make of the recruitment overall Evan? I think it's been pretty poor I think it's been very poor I mean rec- recruiting is obviously a gamble At the end of the day in a lot of instances But I would put part of that problem With the recruitment down to Lowell as well Because Celtic are known for their last minute signings um, all, all this recruitment What is it they say you should be fixing the roof When the sun's shining that's down to the chief executive as well. With the nonsense with Tierney going on, was he going, was he staying, how much were they getting? All this nonsense seems to go in season after season as well. And surely some of that blame's got to be put Tierney, Tierney was great business on Celtic's behalf. Great business. Until they started to squander the Tierney money. Ayeti hasn't scored in nine games. The goalkeeper came in yesterday after being... Left out because Neil Lennon obviously didn't feel he could trust him And he still looks a bag of nerves uh, There are others that have been signed uh, Shane Duffy, regrettably for Shane Duffy uh, That's turned out to be a disaster uh, And that was a £2 million loan fee the, the Tierney money was magnificent business It looked good on the balance sheet But they've squandered the money And recruitment you're describing it as very poor, Evan. I think it's scandalous. Given all that, then, to, to what extent do you understand 
The frustrations of the fans who gathered yesterday Now I'll elaborate on that obviously Because I think it goes without saying Glasgow is in tier 4 of yeah. lockdown restrictions mm-hmm. You're not meant to gather Regardless of how upset you are at your football team Correct. I don't think there is any level of disappointment Where I would expect you to turn around and go Yes I support the decision to pick up a barrier And chuck it at a police van Or, or try and get at players as they're driving away in their cars uh-huh. So that goes without saying Yeah, But the... The, the need to, to go to Celtic Park And have your voice heard how, how much do you understand that? Fans, because they cannot get inside the ground During games Where they would normally give full vent to their feelings uh, You know, what Neil Lennon got yesterday In terms of that particular song uh, I heard Gordon Strachan get that Inside Celtic Park When he was the Celtic manager So... They're not inside the park They can't watch games And they feel That this is the only way That they can publicly Make their feelings known However Like all things in life There's a way of doing it And the way they went about it yesterday Ends up Making them I don't mean Celtic Football Club I mean The fans Who were there Outside the ground yesterday It makes them look bad What's your take on that side of things Evan? Gordon, there's nobody, there's no right minded Celtic supporter condones condones what happened last night at the Parkhead. But I mean, I think we've got to get a sense of perspective in last night's events. It was embarrassing. It was unnecessary. It it it, it, it was it, it it wasn't nice. But I mean, nobody was going to get lynched at Parkhead last night. Yeah, maybe it shouldn't have happened. Um, I took a walk long. I took a walk along to Parkhead later on last night, half past seven. And there was nobody about There was not a soul about um, But I don't think anybody Is going to condone last night's actions at Parkhead You know, that's, that's a very small minority So we need to get that in perspective Yeah, yeah I, I fully I, understand that but it, you... it, isn't, it isn't, isn't Hugh Because you can't argue with that I don't know how many Celtic fans are in, are in Scotland A couple of hundred thousand perhaps Hundred thousand, maybe more So, I mean, it's, it's always going to be a minority But it, it, it was still a big enough number that yeah, you know, before the game, for instance, I think there were forty odd fans before the game. Yeah, so you you can understand people to say, don't blow that out of perspective. You know, there, there was only forty fans there. I mean, there was hundreds. There was hundreds last night. Yes, yeah. of course, that's a minority, but it's pretty pretty big. I, I get back to the point that Neil Lennon's in trouble as manager. Now that's a purely football matter. The manager's not doing well. The team have won two games out of ten. They've lost 23 goals in those ten matches. They've gone out of the Champions League, the Europa League, and they're struggling in the Premiership because they're 11 points behind Rangers. So, in purely football terms, the manager's in trouble. However, did he deserve what they were shouting while he was giving his press conference and he can hear the Lenin, Lenin, and you know the rest? Did he deserve that, that? That stuff, is that... Whilst not nice for him, is that not sort of par for the course? I mean, you mentioned you've you've heard yeah, various exactly. managers have that shouted at them. Yeah, while games have been going on, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I just thought it was crass, uh, and that the, the same people who were doing it would be the first to jump on supporters of other clubs who, and there have been plenty over the years who have been guilty of serious offences against Neil Lennon. Yeah, listen, I can't, I can't disagree with what Hugh's saying And, uh, you know, it's okay saying it's a minority But it's actually the way it looks You know, some of the scenes coming out of there Even though it was a minority It doesn't bode well Hence the reason why you've got the club coming out And condoning the actual behaviour of certain people And, you know, 
as uh, as I said, I know. I think Police Scotland will be looking at that very closely to identify some people. Uh, we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Um, you can tweet us. There are lots of tweets coming in, as you can imagine. Andrew Doby says, "Do you think the behaviour of the minority of fans has kept Lennon in a job? The club may want to show that they don't bow down to that behaviour." Uh, that's a very mm. understandable thought. Um, I. I could see the, the logic behind it uh, Because if you don't want to encourage supporters to think Do you know what? Every time we want something We'll just gather outside the ground And the, the board will panic um, But it did happen It should not have happened There is a way of giving vent to your feelings That was not it Thank you to Evan in the city centre Tom is calling in from Postle tonight He's not happy We're going to hear from Tom next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here It's 0141 951 1025 We're about to bring in Tom from Postle tonight But let me give you tonight's full time teaser Thank you to Neil in Lark Hall for sending it in Neil wants to know if you can name the Celtic starting eleven The last time they lost a League Cup game Before yesterday It was against... Ross County And it was in January 2016 That was the last time Before yesterday Celtic lost a League Cup match Can you name their starting 11? Griffiths uh, <laughs> Yes Commons No Brown No Forrest No To either of them Oh Eh uh, uh, we'll leave it there Craig Gordon Yes We'll just leave it bubbling away in the background Because nice. we're very busy on the phones tonight So let's bring in Tom uh, Who's calling from Postle tonight Tom Sum up your feelings for us tonight Yeah, greetings uh, one and all And I would like to say that You know, you said I was happy I'm quite happy at the state of what's happening Because now we're going to get some action Finally at Celtic Peter Lawwell, everyone can agree And say that Neil Lennon is not getting the best out of these players How it's fell off the cliff so dramatically I would put the case to Peter Lawwell just now You need to take a long, hard look at yourself You've been there for 17 years and your legacy as a Celtic chief executive taking a premiership pay over millions each year and delivering what you have consistently uh, to allow this scenario to continue. I'm happy because I feel Celtic will still win this league because if we get action just now, if you get your finger out, Mr Lawwell, and do what is needed, Neil Lennon has been hung out to dry by Peter Lawwell. Yes, clearly as, as, as a... His personality has rubbed up Celtic players the wrong way. Clearly those players are not given what is due. So there, there's, there should be people held accountable all round. But the buck, and there's a million bucks sitting at the door of Peter Lawwell. I, well, you can't, I, I don't know if you can call myself a Celtic fan or supporter, but I've not been through Celtic's doors for eight years due to the cheating scandal that happened. And I put it down to Peter Lawwell for not doing anything at the time. So, I mean, for me, to get 10 in a row, it would be some form of justice. And it's still possible, highly possible. And so when that result came through yesterday, I thought, well, good. Now something has to be done. But the silence is deafening. Dermot Desmond puts more money into his horses than what he's doing currently at Celtic now. He's going to allow a, a, a bean counter to sit there and allow the Malaise at Celtic to continue. Dark days are ahead, indeed, when I'm agreeing completely and 100% with Hugh Keevan. There's more power to the elbow to you for what you're saying. Because Mr Lawwell, you're an outrage and a disgrace for allowing this 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 aberration to continue and the fact that Celtic fans have to go there and do what they did yesterday. And I feel that 
Well, Mr Lawwell, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Mr Lawwell? Because you've allowed Celtic... I mean, I love Neil Lennon for what he's done, but he, he, he's turning into the logging flop now. Everything is falling apart, and it's not fully his fault. He's not allowed his background team. I mean, if you look at the, the, the keepers that were allowed to walk out the door, if you look at Simonovic at the back and, and Johnny Hayes, they could have done something and they were allowed to go. Why were they not given contracts? Peter Lawwell is running this club as his own personal fiefdom. He has to go. He is a cancerous malaise at the centre of this. And Dermot Desmond, you need to get your finger out. Get rid of him. Put someone else in charge that can get a tune out. You Everybody just said... OK, OK, we're getting the gist of it here. You just said that you believe Celtic will win 10 in a row. Something will happen now. What is it that you foresee happening? Sorry? Well, what I see happening is that Neil Lennon is not getting a response, so he has to go. So then we have to put someone in who's a tactician, who's dispassionate against it. I mean, when when, when Jansen came in and won the league, we need someone who is not emotionally involved in the same way as Neil Lennon. And as I say, Neil Lennon is not the right man for the job. He's not it's the right it's the wrong time for him to be here. And Peter Lawwell announced in the showers that Neil Lennon should stay. Celtic fans across the country were going and myself included, oh no, this is a wrong Well since the wrong then since then, if you're a fair and honest man, you'll appreciate that uh, Neil Lennon has won the four trophies that he has competed for since he was offered the job in the showers. Indeed, but then if you look at previous managers who have been sacked within one year of winning, down in England, Conte, Ranieri, uh, been, the, Mourinho have been sacked after, just well, their team are still champions. So, But then what happens? The players, some of them snowflakes, then decide, oh, we're down in tools, we don't like. So maybe somebody identified earlier on, Ferran Barros. They identified that he came out and spoke. When, when J- Stephen Gerrard was lampooning his players last season, I was sitting there going, brilliant, he's lost in the dressing room, he's turned it around remarkably now, but Celtic, I mean, class is permanent, form is temporary, Celtic have got class players in there. But at the beginning of your call, you said that you were happy now because something would happen. I'm happy now because the league is not lost, it's only five points. Yes, but nothing has happened, Neil Lennon is still in place. It will happen because this response from Celtic fans on this station, all over the place, we're not allowed, Celtic fans are not allowed into the ground. So they can't voice their demonstration, but surely this is loud and clear. Surely this this this, this demonstrates to Peter Lawwell, you need to go. You need to sort. If you don't go, then you need to sort it out now before it's too late, because your legacy is on the line. You'll be walking at the end of the year, Mister Mister Lawwell. You should be walking now as far as you shouldn't be in the door at Celtic. You shouldn't be taking a penny because you're a leech. You're a, you're a, you're well, no, no, no. Away. Hold on, no. Enough's enough. You know, Peter Lawwell, I've said earlier on, should speak to the Celtic fans, but, uh, you know, the, the callers are losing their manners. Tom is just describing people as leeches and all the rest of it. Peter Lawwell has been at Celtic through nine tremendous years for the Celtic fans. I have no idea what Peter earns, but whatever he earns, good luck to him. He's the chief executive of a major football club. But fans are getting too carried away now. We're, we're, they're becoming excessive in their comments. Uh, there clearly is no move. So far as I'm concerned, there is no move to get rid of Neil Lennon. It's a big gamble on Peter Lawwell's part and Dermot Desmond's part because one bad result and the house of cards falls. 
But they have taken the call. If you're a chief executive and the principal shareholder, that's what you indulge in, big calls. Anywhere where there's a hierarchy, Alex, you're always going to get this because players might be underperforming and then people say, well, Neil Lennon picks them. Yeah. And then if that's going wrong, well, who hired Neil Lennon? Who thinks Neil Lennon is still the man for the job? Then you start looking at Peter Lowell and Dermot Desmond and so on and so forth. However, the caller's going on about, you know, bean counter, I think, was, was the phrase and a lot of implication there that the manager isn't, isn't being backed, perhaps. When you look at the sums of money that have been thrown yeah. at that team... Not sure if that really stacks up Of course then there's another question About how how that money's been spent But in terms of resources You've heard it before A Yeti, 5 million Barkas, 5 million Shane Duffy, 2 million loan fee And the same again in wages for one year David Turnbull, 3.5 million Maybe he's one for the future anyway That's just this This season So then you go back to last season When Neil Lennon was also uh, there as well And it, it goes on and on You can add Patrick Clamalla You can add Ismail Asoro How can The amount of money Being given to the team Possibly be questioned? No, I don't think you can question it You know, uh, Tom's on there I think the one thing that's becoming evident Is everybody's fair game now Because obviously oh. the players have got it The manager's got to go Chief executives run it under the ground now See, up until the summer there, Gordon If you'd asked any Celtic fan Peter Lowell's kind of job How he's ran the club The profits You know the turnover And so forth Most people would have been Absolutely delirious And now what you're getting now Is you're getting guys like Tom Coming on here and calling him Late season Going, going off in one Purely because it's The scattered guns out And everybody's fair game And right. listen It's understandable Because he employed The, the, the recruitment He employed Neil and it looks as if to me that he's actually going to back him uh, regardless yeah, we, Football, you've seen it before Hugh You don't get a bad result The head of recruitment doesn't then pay the price the next day That's not the way it works no. It's usually the manager that carries the can But is that the most alarming aspect of, of Celtic's predicament at the moment? Because I mentioned this season's signings Last season's were, were Julian, 7 million You'd have no. to say Jury's still out Albeit maybe he's done a bit more than, than some of the others I mentioned Patrick Clamalla Bolly ball and golly was three million pounds. Yeah. Uh, Nicky Hammond's the head of recruitment. How, how much blame? How much responsibility does he take? What part does Neil Lennon play in that process? What part does Peter Lowell play in the process? These must be all questions that the Celtic fans are asking. If you are head of recruitment, I take it the the, the clue is in the title. Head. It's um, in part down to him. In part, it must be down to Neil Lennon or is are we to believe that the manager sits there and there's no input whatsoever where transfers are concerned? And in part, it must be down to the chief executive because Peter's been involved in uh, one particular glaring error in the transfer window as Celtic chief executive. Therefore, he has a part to play. Um, so all three have to take a share of the blame for a transfer policy that when the day of reckoning comes And if Rangers win the title When the day of reckoning comes I wouldn't like to try and offload Some, some of the of players, players that Celtic have got Because it will take some doing There there have been horrendous mistakes made And in terms of some of the, the performances for the players as well You just mentioned Ball and Golly That was another episode that You know, lack of discipline there And then when you look at Lee Griffiths coming back Overweight in the summer Gordon, you know, he's not been able to get back up to speed One of your key players who could play a big part 
just by getting goals for you. So he's not been available throughout the course of this campaign either. Let's bring in John on the line tonight. John, what's your feeling on all of this? There's quite a lot to take in. Good evening, Hugh uh, and Gordon and Alex. Hello. Hiya. Uh, before we get to our points, guys, Alex, I know, listen, you can't condone what happened at Parkhead, but listen, let's not kid ourselves. That's happened at Ibrox as well. They're pulling the doors open to try to get into the Ibrox and the people women squealing inside. So we all know that goes on. You uh, know what I mean? So, but what my point is tonight, as you was saying, what Peter difference Lawley, does that make, though, John? What the, I that don't, would have really understand as well at the time. What I'm just trying to say, it goes on. Condemned. It goes on. I, I, you know, what I'm saying, Gordon, is it does go on. Uh, I, I get that, but see the way these things, John. See when something bad happens, you don't have to then reference everything, bad every every else. other bad thing that's that's ever happened. You know, you're allowed no, to just listen, listen, Gordon. I'm not condoning that. I'm just I'm just saying. It goes on across the board. It shouldn't go on. If you listen to what I'm saying, God, it shouldn't go on. But I'm just telling you, it does go on. Okay. Well, there was, what do you call it? There was a march in Glasgow before the riots, the, the Black Lives Matter and all that. They were all out in the streets. That should have went on. They, they just done it. But again, it again John, I really I don't know what, what relevance this has. Let, let's cut through it then. Is there any way back from Neil Lennon after you see scenes like that? Okay. Right. Hugh, I don't know how uh, Neil can carry on in his position. There's nothing going to happen with fans are not going to wait and see if he turns it around. There's just going to be negativity towards Neil. Every game he plays, they're just going to wait for something to happen and happen. Peter Lawwell, Dermot Desmond, somebody has got to come out and make some sort of statement to the Celtic fans. And if that statement is what you're saying, listen, no matter what, what's went on, we're sticking by Neil Lennon, no matter what, then the fans know. Or come out and say or make the decision. Neil has been uh, resigned or whatever. With Neil in the position he's in now, there's no positives will come out of this. Hugh. they can't go forward thinking every game because every Celtic fan got a butter pill in their mouth just now. The results have been horrendous, right? By the way, Gordon, you're saying Celtic have spent a lot of money. Celtic have made a lot of money. Believe me. We're bringing in cash So it kind of balances itself out in that aspect But going back to Neil Yeah but that's really good not, business John That's good business when you're selling guys like Tierney And Hugh actually said earlier on That that was the best part of business A young boy coming through the academy Selling for 25 plus a sell-on yeah, So we have yeah, praised that But you can also, also criticise the recruitment policy That hasn't really delivered Yes I agree with you Alex What I'm saying can I balance it The books can I get balanced out the, the expenditure going out and the, and the income coming in as well so they've basically they're nobody in their back pocket and they use their own money they've used money off of what they've made anyway. well, to an extent John though because if you look at this summer alone that's what was actually missing from Celtic this year they didn't have the marquee player sale they didn't make the Champions League but they didn't balance it out with a big player sale but they still spent 5 million on Barkas they still spent 5 million on a Yeti they still spent 2 million loan fee on Shane Duffy so this this season has been a little bit different Gordon Celtic have got reserves mate Believe me And listen we'll no good That's all that's a, that's a different show Gordon But if I can speak to you for a minute Hugh See what I was just explaining About Neil there I, I think you will agree with me I think Neil's driving A bus With another ending Road Because I don't see any ne- uh, Sorry Any positives going to come out No matter how See if he goes out On in, in Thursday And they beat AC Milan I still don't think It's going to cut you I think What they'd have to do is Peter Lawwell Has to come out Say something to the fans Listen What went on there tonight Shouldn't have been on But listen 
these things happen, as I said to you, it shouldn't have happened, but it did happen. So what I'm trying to say well, is... Let's confine ourselves to the football then. Um, I think the Celtic supporters, this is my personal take on it, I think the Celtic supporters are stunned by just how badly 10 in a row has been threatened this early in the season. We're a third of the way through the season. Rangers have already beaten Celtic at Celtic Park. Other points have been dropped by Celtic and I think the Celtic supporters are stunned and subconsciously fear that 10 in a row is not going to happen. Therefore, that's why there's been this reaction to a cup tie played yesterday. Now, I think that Peter Lawwell should come out and explain to tens of thousands of Celtic supporters who gave their season ticket money over in what amounted to a charitable donation, they should be told what the club are thinking and why the club are thinking that way. At least then you can say, well, the man came out, he was up front and he told us this. You might not agree with what he says, but I think that you... A chief executive should come out and explain your thinking at this time. Good man, John. We'll catch up with you soon. What about your teaser tonight, Alex and Hugh? Yes. Are looking for Celtic starting eleven the last time they yes. lost a League Cup game before yesterday. It was back in January 2016 against Ross County. You've already got Craig Gordon, Lee Griffiths, McGregor. Yep, he Sinc- was sacrificed after 14 Brown. minutes. Sinclair Brown, no. Sinclair, no. Oh, um, Forrest, no. <sighs> no wonder they lost. No, so it was obviously before. Uh, um, uh, before Tierney. Uh, no. Uh, oh, sorry, Tierney. Yes, Tierney. Yes. yes yeah. um, so it was before the Sinclairs of this world, because this yes. was, you know, before Celtic went on that winning cup run. Prior to Brendan Rodgers, yeah. Ronnie Dyle. Right, I'll give you some thinking time. We'll get the answers and more of your calls next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're into the final part already Of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard My word it's been busy Hugh Keevans oh. Very 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 busy But the great news about this show The great thing about this show We'll just do it again tomorrow And the next night And the next night I don't know if I've told you this you, uh, Your next our next day off is Christmas Day You know that and that's, Really? Yeah I think so That stretched back to last week There's just too much football At the moment So I think we're we're on for the foreseeable Bring it on All good fun 01419511025 At Clyde SSB on Twitter Very quickly Your teaser tonight Is to name Celtic starting 11 The last time they went out The League Cup Before yesterday It was against Ross County again It was in 2016 And you've got four Of the 11 so far What else? Near Beaton Well done Stefan Johansson Well good shout Joe Ledley Nope Denier Nope um, Lustig Yes Hmm. When is that we've got? Seven God <laughs> um, So I'm thinking about a striker for you Hooper? No you've got Griffith So he's the only out and out striker oh, right okay mm. So winger Hugh On the left hand side And a right sider No? Okay <laughs> well, I'll give you some thinking time We'll get back to it John is in Bishop Briggs John a wide range of opinions Coming from Celtic fans tonight How do you feel about everything? Right, panel. Uh, uh, first of all, for, for the last night, I think it's atrocious. Uh, that man, that man's gave everything to this club for the last twenty years, and he's probably supported it through the Napoli as well. Uh, just disgusted. We had to go through last night, and 
if he's listening, I just want to know every, every, everybody, it doesn't everybody, doesn't feel like that, a lot is all behind him as well. Uh, it's just a thing, obviously. How, how, did, how did it feel, kind of seeing those images come in then, John? You must have been, was there a bit of you conflicted because you'll have been as angry as anyone at the team, perhaps, and the way things are going, but you've just explained you, you, you didn't like it. How did it feel watching it? Anger, but it's just to get to the stadium and start like kind of like a mob or being like lynching for him and a way like that, it was atrocious. Obviously, it put your anger on all week, and obviously, with the banners as well, I didn't think it deserved that either. But you can get, you can get it close another way. Uh, what do you think the future holds for him then, John? I mean, I, I wouldn't even be able to guess a percentage. I know that most Celtic fans certainly think a change of manager. Is needed. He still says he, you know, he deserves more time. How do you think this plays out this week, for instance? Uh, it's just playing for not for it. So obviously the boards, no made any noise about uh, got to replace Neil. So I, I'm kind of thinking uh, the boards still get faith in them. They're keeping them. I think they know the problem uh, as players. It's players wanting it, and I think they're maybe holding it to Janet to get rid of the players, uh, and that's how they're holding it to Janet to see what happens. How do you, John? How do you get a tune out of the team in that time? You know, there's a lot of games between now and then. Neil's got a big call to make uh, That's what's causing the problems With the players And if it was me I'd call him into my office And I'd tell him Listen if he's, if he's on the way to be here And I can tell that Your heart's not in the club He's a want to move Go and train with the reserves And I'll see the board About getting your move in January uh, And keep keep the bad influence Away for the first team squad altogether. Then have a good talk With all the boys That's why to play And go for this day And have a good talk With them the next morning And say this is everybody That's why to be here Let's kick on for you and let's bring history to John, John, sorry Hugh, the problem, the problem you have is with that Hugh, if it's key players who are worth millions, then you devalue them because the people who are actually looking at them are going, my God, they've already down tools there. I wonder what it even means though Hugh, because take, take Edward for instance, Edward has had Covid problems, he's not been in the team as well though because of lack of form, Neil Lennon has left him out, so it's not like he plays every game no matter what. Uh-huh. Scott Brown We've mentioned it before He's been rotated in and out To an extent I know some Celtic fans Want it more That team has changed And changed and changed again So who are the guys That that You can go to And, and you can trust And that you will get a tune out that, of Who are they? That's the biggest problem Arising from Neil Lennon's rant After the Ferns Barrows game Because it then Started a public guessing game Oh he was talking about And Sham He was talking about Edward He was talking about this one That one I actually mean I mean the opposite then though Who, who are the guys you can still trust Who are the ones that Matt you can Wilson get says this, that bit, this uh, striking, doesn't he? He says, he says Go to your go-to guys Who can yeah, dig a result what does that mean? Because the guys yeah. stood in here yesterday And said that by Their reckoning Ryan Christie Just about gets past marks For this season oh. And they can't really think Of anyone else So well, when, McGregor, do do? McGregor does an honest turn for yeah. me uh, Time without number um, But Neil Lennon has got a job in his hands To keep his job So he's going to have to do something Between now and Ibrox on the 2nd of January Because if he goes to Ibrox on the 2nd of January Having conceded any more ground to Rangers And then loses to Rangers That's it There's no point in mm. trying to Kid grown up So on It's worth bearing in mind That because of the scheduling If they Even if they both Win all their games Between now and then It would be 14 points yeah. On the day of that game Obviously Potentially rising to 17 Rangers uh, Are A model of consistency Celtic Are Concerned by St Johnston at home On Sunday Because They'll have been to Milan then And who knows what will happen there uh, and you know St Johnston are every bit as good If not better than Ross County Therefore you have to guard against Another shocker at home 
Um, so Neil Lennon is living game by game. I assume, having been a long term watcher of these things, I assume that if Celtic were going to get rid of Neil Lennon, it would have been done by now. Yeah, John, John seems to agree with that. Didn't happen after Hibs, didn't happen after Sparta Prague, hasn't happened after Ross County, and they'll be on a plane maybe tomorrow or the following day for Milan. Uh, they're not going to leave it until the day they're flying out to Milan. So is that it then, John? Is, is Neil Lennon the manager for the foreseeable? Does a defeat at the weekend change that? Does a heavy one midweek change it? Or, or is that it? Is he, is he in for the foreseeable? If the board stick them, I'll, I'll, I'll behind them, I'll back them. Uh, that's how I think with, with, with the board not getting rid of them, with everything that's been going on, that's how I think the board obviously you know everything that's going behind the scenes. We, we only see what's on the games and radios and select forums and stuff. They know what's going on behind the scenes, so maybe the board know it's the players that's a problem, and that's what I'm kind of thinking. Because with the room we've been on the new, obviously it's the manager always gets a hand in there, they're punted when you get a bad run like this, but with them sticking by them, I think. There's a lot of, they know it's the players It's a problem And that's what I'm kind of thinking Because the effort I've seen off of them it's, it's a joke It's a disgrace And I want half for them Punted in January as well well For the way they've been playing And just Didn't get into a season like this And the effort off of them It's just So if someone will just Go through the motions To the next transfer window To get away Because if, if you lose this 10 in a row It's going to go up in the end For the rest of his life But half the players Will put their mind As soon as they leave the club It's there's no emotional attachment to them Well the, 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 the big question That no one can answer is how you turn a team who have won two of their last ten, conceded 23 goals in those ten matches, how do you turn them, like a light switch, back on again? Um, because they have been fairly woeful over the piece. Two wins in ten by Celtic standards is appalling. Now, how that suddenly changes overnight, I do not know. But if Neil Lennon is to stay in place... He has to come up with an answer Yeah John wants him to go in January Hugh We know how difficult it is To get players out the door In January as well It's not a great market To get the best price for players So I don't see too much movement In January Thank you John I think we're pretty much out of time You've got four more players From that Ross County Celtic game Back in January 2016 Uh, Kyle No your midfield's looking a bit light What if I said to you That as soon as you get One of that midfield You'll get the other Because they, they, they come as a pair I thought that was a quite a good clue I guess not <laughs> Both Scottish Both came from Dundee United Oh um, I'll just spell the name Armstrong Armstrong Yes Aye. And um, GMS Gary, Gary McKay Stephen Good um, Good Right you've got The two centre halves Two centre halves One got sent off Um. Who's maybe Without being unfair Manus No 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 no. Far too early Without being unfair Who's quite likely To maybe have got sent off In calamitous fashion In the 13th minute of a game And, and throw everything up in the air He was known for Perhaps unfairly at times But you know He had these moments um, Oh for goodness yeah, sake Initials 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 he's that, he's that Livingston at the moment Oh Oh aye Ambrose <sighs> F.A. Ambrose And the other one I think E.A.K. Athens He didn't fancy it that night Did he? Commons No Oh no Did He He came after didn't he no? Belgian defender That's not denier Oh <laughs> You two are Hopeless at this Boyata Oh my goodness Dedrick Boyata We got there in the end It wasn't pretty Right that was really busy So apologies if you didn't get through Thank you so much to all of you Who listened We're back tomorrow at 6 Make sure you join us Meg McHugh is up next